Hello and welcome to episode 22 of RangerPod. I'm PDT, I'm sort of an expert in Power Rangers, and joining me is Grax the Idiot. Hey, I mean, that's true, but you don't have to make it so obvious. Well, you know, I, I feel like we're just going to make this snappier, you know, PDT the expert, Grax the Idiot. Just boiling down our roles in this podcast. Make it a nice and quick and clear for our various, various listeners out there. Exactly, for our 20 listeners out there. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we've seen the figures, we know. It's, but we're happy with that, you know, thanks to everyone who supported us during the Green Ranger week. And it's been really nice to see some of the people chatting to us, particularly on Twitter. If you tweet us at RangerPod, I, I always reply, pretty much always, because I'm a very bored and lonely man. And you like talking to people about Power Rangers. I do like talking to people about Power Rangers. It's It's not something that happens very often, apart from now when... I do it quite a lot on this podcast. <laughs> Incidentally, yes, if, if you've not watched the video, uh, Grax was very kind and bought me an Alpha 5 Funko Pop vinyl. So that, that's, yeah, I, thank you very much, Grax. You're very, very welcome. I'm glad you like it. And if you haven't seen the video, I'll put the video in the description down below. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not really worth anyone's time. There's an anecdote about how I was half naked and in the middle of a poo. When I answered the door. <laughs> is that actually true? Because I was thinking... Oh, no, that is true, yeah. Ah, uh, excellent. <laughs> the extra money was worth for the postage. Thanks, Grax. You're welcome. Some things we can't put off for much longer. Kind of like that poo. So today we're talking about the trouble with shell shock. And we're going to be finding out what the trouble with the trouble of shell shock is. And believe me, I've got a big list. Uh, I don't know if I have a biggest list as yours, but I'm sure we've got the same problem, you and I, with this episode. I've mainly just got the letters WTF written on several different points on my notes. <laughs> so, yeah, this could be an interesting one. Mm. Yeah, so this is episode 22 of Power Rangers, which first aired on October 11th, 1993. It's the first one after the Green Ranger saga, so I imagine we're getting quite a lot of Green Ranger action in it. You'd think that, wouldn't you? You would. <laughs> well, why don't you tell us, Grax? Uh, it's time to summarise it. I might get bored. I might like start playing Pong. Who knows? Go for it. The six heroes are enjoying some basketball at the local park and then Squat appears in the distance to spy the heroes, talks himself for a bit, then returns back to the moon because Babu and Squat have a plan to create their own monster whilst Rita is asleep. Babu shows Squat's his monster creation, which is a, a giant turtle with a traffic light stuck on its top. And Squat's like, you what? No, hang on, let me fix that for you. And he adds a whole bunch of junk from his man purse, like a hook claw, baseball bags. And this newly created monster is named Shellshock. So we go back to the basketball game back at the park and then putties appear in there. And the six heroes, they fight the putties with Tommy showing off his skills. And with the putties defeated, Tommy leaves the group and goes to his karate practice. So he's gone. Bye bye, Tommy. And then Balkan Skull turn up and try to bully the heroes by taking their basketball. And then Balkan Skull end up manhandling Kimberly for a bit before the heroes defeat the bullies and the Balkan Skull ends up on a hot dog stand covered in hot dogs and sauce over this conveniently placed hot dog stands. But with the bullies out of the way, Babu and Scott, they... Babu and Scott! Yes, Babu and come Squat. Come on, come on. Uh, Babu and Squat appear Just because we've done the Green Ranger week, can't let our standards slide. Uh, it's, it was frazzling, man. Five episodes in a row. 
But anyway, back to Babu and Squat appearing with their monster. It's morphing time at eight minutes exactly. Shellshock shoots the Yellow Ranger with his green traffic-like ray, causing her to run away uncontrollably. So there's a bit more fighting with the remaining rangers, and Shellshock shoots his rate red traffic light ray at the remaining rangers, causing them all to be motionless and unable to move. Speaking of motionless, you've got 45 seconds left. Oh my, I can't, uh, uh, The shell shot pulls his cannon out of his head, shoots the ranger, which the red ranger deflects with his uh, body. We, we don't know how he's unfrozen, but that's okay. So then Babby Squad returned back to the moon, Rita praises them, and back at the command center, the uh, three rangers are still frozen, and uh, Jason's like, what do we do? Zordon then explains that there's actually a flower in some faraway place called the Mountain of Hope that conveniently can cure the Frozen heroes. That's fine. Let's send Trini to go seconds. get it because, well, she's running. That's fine. Uh, Rita makes Shellshock grow. The giant turtle starts smashing up the city. The Red Ranger heads down with his Tyrannosaurus sword to fight the giant turtle. Ten. Meanwhile, Tommy is showing off his martial arts skills, and then Jason's like, "Help me!" Five. Tommy's like, "Yeah, okay." So the Dragon Sword comes out, but they both the swords get frozen. No, no, no. Minus one. Minus two. Minus three. I can't believe it. I didn't do it. And I didn't even talk about the really weird bit where Trini finds the flowers and calls upon the ghostly spirit of the saber-toothed tiger, Zord. Don't worry, weird. we'll have plenty of time to talk about that bit. <laughs> uh, so once that's done, they use the pollen of the flower to stop the traffic-like effects from affecting the rangers and they defeat the giant turtle, the end, after a game of basketball. That's about it, really. I mean, there's so many questions to be raised from this one. This is... Mm. Because, I mean, yeah, first, let's get the, the big thing out of the way first. This is the first Green Ranger episode properly. Yeah. And he's barely in it. I know, he was, but I was so excited. That I, but that was my first warning sign. So he comes <laughs> on and he fights the putties. He fights the putties and he goes, I'm off of practice. And I was thinking, wait, what? But no, hold on. We just had five episodes of Ranger Pod talking about this and you're leaving? Yep. See you later, guys. <laughs> I was like, oh no. I'm going to say, when we later cut to his practice, it's basically him taking up the entire gym in the gym and juice bar. <laughs> Showing off of his bow. Doing yeah. his insane karate, uh, it's not karate, martial arts moves with his bow and flip kicks and everything. Whilst everybody else is just casually working on their muscles on their gym machines. Yeah, and it, it's just the fact he takes up so much space. It's like, mate, no, leave some space for other people. Yeah, don't be selfish. Other people need to work out, you know. I mean, that's the thing that really bugged me about this episode. The fact that Tommy is selfish. Do you know what? Just because he takes up all the space. He needs all that space, man. Because if it was people all around him, he would actually poke someone in the eye with that stick. Oh, fine. Well, as long as we see him using these skills as the Green Ranger. Oh, yeah, he he does use these. Oh, wait, hang on. No, he no. doesn't. He just pops up on the on the city top, summons his dragon sword. He doesn't even jump in, which he doesn't do, but that's a different point. <laughs> but he doesn't actually fight as the Green Ranger. No, and there's going to be a lot of that. Uh, no. Can you can you guess why? Is it because there's not enough footage of the Green Ranger? And why would that be? I don't know. Why don't you tell me? I'm not going to go into full detail just yet, but if you remember, the Zoo Ranger plot currently has Barai having only 25 hours to live. Oh, yes, of course. You mentioned this last episode of Ranger Pod. So... Yeah, this is why he only comes out like right at the end. And so for a while, this is going to be kind of a recurring theme. Wait, are you telling me that in a lot of the episodes, Tommy is going to be like, oh, hey, guys, I'm just going to conveniently go over there until the very end of the episode where I come back? Yeah. Oh, God! <laughs> Welcome to the Green Ranger era, Grax. Five episodes. <laughs> 
I edited the Ranger Pod episodes on holiday, thinking that this actually, and he doesn't turn up later on. No, it's like he's doing it to spite you. <laughs> oh, damn it, Tommy! Okay, that's. I mean, okay, let, let, so let's go to the start then, because he is with them when they're playing basketball. Mm-hmm, indeed, having a good time, as friends do. Having a good time, even though Zach's a dick. Oh, yeah, Zach is such an arrogant, arrogant, arrogant in this. Yeah. Trying to show off. Hey, mocking. prepare for my toe slamming, hip hop jamming, play for basketball. Way. And he, and I suppose he's okay, but it's it, it's not that good, really. No, it's certainly not a spectator sport, which is what's baffling to me: the fact that Kimberly, Trini, and Billy are just sat there happily going, "Yeah, we're we're enjoying watching our friends play basketball." It was the nineties, and girls just were typically on the sidelines, stereotypically. Not actually. Um, so I'd like watching <laughs> basketball. And what do you think? They just weren't invited to play. <gasps> that would be more likely. Actually, the three guys are just like, no, no, you, you, you three, just sit over there. No, just... you, you three girls over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but I'm, I'm Billy. I'm a boy. Yeah, we said three girls. We know what you mean. Yep. I mean, we'll get to Billy at the end. Uh, I don't get why Squat turns up in the first place. No. <laughs> Him being on Earth has nothing to do with the plan. Well, the only reason he turns up is just to stalk the Rangers playing basketball. Well, he, he turns up. He goes, "Yep, they're still here. All right, let's go and let's go and sort out a monster." And it's like, "Look, Squat, clearly you're very good at being stealthy because you keep popping up with <laughs> in front of the Rangers without them noticing." It goes back to your previous point. Just kill them. Yeah. Or don't pop up. You're wasting everyone's time. <laughs> Yeah, so Scott and Babu are making their own monster. Well, Babu is making his own monster, let's face it. Yeah, I, I have to admit, I actually quite enjoyed the dynamic between Babu and Squat in this episode because they had a lot of time and they were like having an interesting, well, quote, interesting, funny <laughs> dialogue between the two of them. And I, I got, I felt like I got to know the characters a bit more, which I liked. I quite like them. I think it's, it's all a bit kind of out of nowhere, but Babu is particularly weird. I mean, he's, he wants to call the monster, what is it, Greta or Patouche? I know what what is up with those names. <laughs> I mean, the scriptwriters really had a hard time trying to think of weird names. Look, it's between Greta Patouche and Turtle Guy, in which they came up with a fourth option, Shell Shock, which is yeah. good. It's a good. I option. quite like Shell Shock as a name, actually. It's you know, it's got it's a good. It's got a nice double meaning, you know. It's yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I'm trying to figure out who's the smart one and who's the dumb one out of the two because initially I thought Babu was smart and Squat was dumb, but they're very much like Bulk and Skull in that they're both they're both dumb, but Mm -hmm. Babu is smarter than Squat. Only just because Squat does come in with some interesting lines, including, "Wait, that's it? And wait, that's what you're (laughs) calling it? Don't be an idiot! Look here, let me let me just get my man person get out a baseball bat and." And a, a hook claw. Baseball and, and bat cannon, cannon, hook, and what I believe is a knuckle duster? Interesting use of weapons. They, I thought this is weird how they're going to be able to use these weapons. But the way he retracts his limbs to reveal the weapons actually worked. Especially the head cannon. I thought, okay, that works pretty the well. The head cannon was quite cool. Yeah. I, I, the thing is, I remember uh, at the end of uh, our five-day run, you showed me the monster of what's coming up next. <laughs> and I was thinking... Yeah, what kind of buffoonishness is this? A turtle with a traffic light in his head, and I was completely unconvinced. But it actually won me over. This monster. There is a good story reason for it, and I think the traffic light gimmick is actually quite effective. Yeah, it's not a stupid, pointless thing. Even though it was kind of flapping around the costume, thinking, "Oh God, stop moving around! It's going to snap off." Yeah, no, I think Shellshock's actually quite a good villain. Not the best, 
Not the best, but despite the fact that he looks goofy, you know, he is an effective villain. I think, obviously, that's the point of the episode, that they make this villain, which is, you know, you're you're kind of expecting it to be stupid, because Squat and Babu are idiots, and actually, Mm. it does pretty well. I mean, obviously, it gets defeated in the end, but... Even Rita Repulsa was impressed by their um, monsters. What surprised me about the opening stuff is that Tommy is already fully integrated into the team. You think so? Well, in terms of him playing basketball with them, yeah. I don't think it's that strange. We have one thing we have to keep in mind is we don't know how long it's been between the end of the Green Ranger saga and the beginning of this episode. It could be days, it could be weeks, it could potentially be months, I suppose. Well, I I think he would have had time to be integrated. I don't think it can have been very long for reasons I'll get to later, for things that didn't make sense later, which could only maybe make... Although, yeah, I don't know. We'll get to that. And then Bulk and Skull turn up and yeah, they're like, Game, like game's episode. over, wimp boys. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, the game ended like five minutes ago. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, well, we've got your balls. No, just give it back. Yeah. The th- thing that surprised me about this Bulk and Skull interaction is they actually manhandle Kimberly. And yeah. Like, I I don't know if we've seen that yet in all the episodes of Power Rangers. They were getting close to manhandling her, but no, they just grabbed her and wrestled with her and threw her around like proper bad guys. I was like, oh, this is quite exciting. I felt like it was really inconsistent. Oh? Bok and Skull are starting to get really inconsistent. Like some episodes, they're sort of the antagonistic, but basically benign comic relief. Mm-hmm. Kind of like in Foul Play in the Sky, you know, they were basically all right. Uh, and even in the in parts of the Groom of Evil saga, you know, they were just sort of the comic relief. Yeah. And other times, I mean, again, kind of attempted rapists, you know. it's. <laughs> I'm wondering if it's a problem with the writers. I mean, you, you would probably Maybe. know best of yeah. all. Is there like one writer for every single episode or is it, does the, do the writers change on an episode by episode basis? No, the writers do change on an episode by episode. So, yeah, maybe it's, it is that. It makes me think that one writer thinks, okay, let's try and develop... Balkan skull make them all human whilst another writer's insistent saying no these are bullies they have a job to do yeah bully yeah because they were particularly harsh in this one i i I wasn't keen i think again largely because i know what Balkan skull kind of become and we've Mm. seen elements of the Balkan skull that we're gonna get to but for me which i don't know what's coming up it makes me think yeah these are being bullies and the bit where Jason and Zack, they grab Bulk, and then Bulk uses his superhuman strength to shove him aside. I was thinking, oh wow, that's actually quite exciting. Yeah. He's he's fighting back. We've got a, we've got a fight on our hands. But no, <laughs> no, it doesn't actually work out in the end, and they get thrown at that conveniently placed hot dog stand. Again, this was a difficult encounter for me because the Power Rangers sort of dis- basically destroy this guy's hot dog car, and they're all just like laughing at it and going. <laughs> Bulk and Skull got slimed. It's like, hang on. Bulk and Skull weren't responsible for you shoving them into the hot dog cart. Oh, yeah. That's you know, Bulk and Skull are the ones who get the blame and get told they have to pay for it, etc. And they can't pay for it, so they have to work for two weeks to pay off the damages, yeah. of the, which which the heroes made the Bulk and Skull do. Yeah, I just feel like there's no sense of responsibility between the Rangers. And again, like in previous episodes, it teaches a potentially bad lesson to viewers saying it's okay to be bad towards bullies in fact it's okay for you to bully the bullies because they're the bad guys so you get a free pass which is not a very good lesson when you think about it yeah the rangers are not good at taking the high ground that's a very good way of putting it yes speaking of taking the high ground in a very loose sense 
Should we look at the Zoo Ranger episode? Please do, because I watched the Power Rangers, but I have to admit, I can't really see how the Zoo Ranger would be any better than the Power Ranger stuff, because it just looks weird. Okay, no, I mean, there are there are improvements and things that are worse. We start off with the sleep scene, and it's basically the same as the one that you've got where they're making the monster. Dora Tortoise, he's called. Solid. <laughs> yep, solid. Uh, the, the big difference for me is their motivation for making the monster. And that's that they want to prove themselves to Bandora because now Lammy's come in, they're kind of being put into the background. Remind me, who's Lammy again? Scorpina. Uh, yes, thank you. So there's actually a bit of an ongoing sort of thing going on there. So that's kind of similar to the American stuff. It's just that the American stuff, they just want to prove to be a good monster at makers. Whilst in the, the Zoo Rangers is competition. I just like the fact that in the Japanese one, it was more specific. You know, this new baddie came in a few episodes ago and we'd like to be sort of better than her. So in the Zoo Ranger one, the green light on the Dora Tortoise is that you get forced to repeat an action forever and ever. So you've cut to boy playing ball with this like formerly sick kid and you get this whole montage of how like he was sick and boy like found him because the boy threw like a paper airplane out the window of a message on saying he wanted to get out and play. And you get a whole bloody montage of, like, Boy being there by his side through his recovery. So this this person threw the paper plane, he threw it randomly for anyone or specifically at Boy? I think randomly at anyone and Boy found it because, you know, Boy just lurks around children's hospitals, I guess. That's just what he does. He likes yeah. boys. <laughs> he's a zoo ranger. What do you expect, you know? <laughs> um, so anyway, he's with these kids. They're playing dodgeball. The tortoise thing hits them. The tortoise thing wants to hit Boy, but he hits the children instead. And so the boys are now forced to play dodgeball until they die. Wow, brutal. Yeah, there's no balls sort of there, but they're making the arm movements and things that they were making. Oh, no. So they're, they're wearing themselves out and they're going to die of exhaustion. Back up on the moon, Finster, ha- or Polypricorn, has a hissy fit. This, again, this I prefer to what happened to the Goldar scene in the Power Rangers episode. Mm-hmm. Because if anyone would be annoyed by them making their own monster, you would think it would be Finster. Because of the way he takes pride in the clay and stuff. So I, I like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And anyway, they managed to hit Boy and he's running all over the place. Meanwhile, Squat and Babu have gone back down to Earth with the Turtle Shell Monster. And they're like, let's not do this one by one. So already they're learning from Bandora. Let's put mm-hmm. him on TV and just take it and just like hit everyone with the light at the same time. So that's why Squat has got the camera in a lot of the footage. But then the Z-Rangers, like, find them, and the fight starts, and he hits baseballs at them, and when he goes to freeze the other Rangers, it's actually an unmorphed boy who saves Geki from the freeze ray. Oh, right. That's why there's some slightly weird editing around that scene in Power Rangers. I did notice it, that all the five Rangers were frozen, and yet Jason, the Red Ranger, was able to jump and deflect the shot. Yeah. It made absolutely no sense. So the other three get frozen, and it turns out that the tortoise's life is somehow prolonged by the Flower of Tranquility, but only the people who are under its spell can see it. And obviously Boy's under its spell, so they send Boy off. There's kind of a boy running montage. Geki catches up with him on his bike and he's like, hey, go and find that thing. Turns out the mountain is basically in the middle of the city. No one else can see it, but yeah, the mountain is there. Okay. So then you get the T-Rex fight with boy running and the two are sort of intercut. The mountain actually moves because it's the mountain of hope. So Mm -hmm. if you start thinking that you're not going to get it, it sort of starts disappearing. So it's quite difficult for Boy to get it, but his guardian beast starts talking to him. Which is the saber-toothed tiger. 
Yes, yeah. Which, which is the whole ghosty uh, ethereal thing going yes. on Yes, we, we will cover that in the Power Rangers because it makes no bloody sense. None at all, carry on. But yeah, it's like, carry on going for the children. And you cut to the hospital and the mother's crying because she realises that her son, who was so sick he's got better, now he's going to die again. And yeah, the Mountain of Hope. Boy's going up there and he trips and starts running in the wrong direction. Oh no, and he can't turn direction because he's always running forward. Yeah, I guess so. And then the floating flower, the flower like floats for some reason. He jumps and get it. Yeah, and that's basically it. It's basically the same. In which in which boy jumps on the head of the tor- giant tortoise, shakes the pollen and it breaks yeah. the spell. The only slight difference is that when... Oh, hang on. No, I've, I've missed something. Um, during the Theater X fight, during one of the things where Geki gets hit, that's when you cut to the lapsless room where Barai is and he somehow like senses what's going on. And he just turns up on the rooftop, starts playing his flute. And yeah, I I don't think he actually morphs in the episode. Which is why you see him unmorphed on the rooftop briefly in the American one. When Tommy teleports out, that is not the Green Ranger on the rooftop in that first shot. I'd have to rewatch that. It was Burai. He turns up and stays on the sidelines. I guess he does. I guess he must morph. I don't know. Uh, so that's it. The end. The boys get better, obviously, when Dora Tortoise gets destroyed. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's talk about the other elephant in the room. What the hell is going on with the saber-toothed oh, tiger and the, the I, ghostliness? I do not know. I can't figure it out. I mean, for one thing, Zordon's pulling stuff out of his rectum again <laughs> in terms of, oh yeah, by the way, Alpha, you're wrong. There's a flower over there that could sort out these uh, frozen rangers on the Mountain of Hope. It's, it's somewhere in the universe. Oh, yeah. And then Trini's like, I don't know if I could do it. Don't worry, Trini. I'll send the, the spirit of the saber tooth tiger yeah well that actually... really confused me because i don't think he even said the spirit he was just like you know i sent the saber tooth tiger and it can help you and oh yes yes you're you right use the power of the saber tooth tiger it's like no in no way is the saber tooth tiger involved the saber tooth <laughs> tiger doesn't make those flowers float does it no i call upon the saber tooth tiger to do what to make some flowers float yeah and it's such a weird shot it, it almost looks like they took like a, a photo of the saber tooth tiger face on and they just did like a weird faded on top effects and i was thinking hang on is this like some kind of american yeah editing trickery to try and no nope, it's work? it's there in the japanese one and i don't know yeah at least it makes slightly more sense because it is the saber tooth tiger talking to boy yeah in the american one obviously the, the zords don't talk so it is zordon going Ah, here's the saber-toothed tiger helping you out somehow. I, I, I just didn't like the whole plot line. I mean, it makes more sense as a zoo ranger that the, 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 the green light makes the yellow ranger run around normally. But it's just so... The way it was handled in the American stuff is just like suddenly... Yeah, suddenly, green light. Oh, I don't know what's happening. I'm just going to turn around and mm. run off. It just it felt rushed and plot-dumpy, you know? Because it was rushed and plot-dumpy. You know, I I just didn't like that. That was the biggest problem I had with the entire episode, which mm. made it. We, but everything else about the episode, I did genuinely like. There's other things. I mean, clearly Trini has some issues because when she approaches the Zord fight, she's like, "Jason, Billy," and Billy's not there. <gasps> really? Yeah. Did you, oh, did you not catch that? Yeah, I I had to go and look back twice, but yeah, I was like, yeah, it's Jason and Tommy. It's not Billy in that Zord. Oh no, someone. F- forgot to proof watch the episode in the editing video yeah i think that happened quite a lot to be honest um i hope that guy got fired for such a sloppy job but i mean the for me the big elephant in the room is why don't they call on tommy 
What do you mean, why don't they call on Tommy? Nobody even mentions Tommy until you see him in the juice bar. You know, Jason's getting his ass handed to him, even when it's just, like, in the command centre and they're like, Jason, go off and face them. Oh, yes. You would think at that point they'd be saying, hang on, let's call Tommy in. Yeah, the two of you would be working together quite well at the very start rather than... Well, Jason probably thought, you know, I can handle this by myself. It's just a giant turtle that's defeated all my friends well, how hard could that be you know well, i can take I, I got this and then he goes down and goes i ain't got this i need some help <laughs> well this is why i wonder if maybe this was not long after the groom of evil thing two explanations really i mean one the rangers are kind of used to sorting things out as a fivesome so maybe it just doesn't naturally occur to them i don't know although maybe the events would be fresh in their mind but possibly mm-hmm. the more likely thing is that there's still a bit of distrust around Tommy and the Green Ranger. Ah, yes. It's like, okay, he's he's kind of a nice guy when we're playing basketball with him. Could there still be some lingering evil, even though Zordon doesn't say there is? It could always be part of Rita's evil plan. Yeah. And you know how much Jason thinks there's always Rita's plan. Well, that's it. I mean, there's no good reason for Zordon really not to be approaching him. The comics by Boom do actually suggest that there's a bit of kind of distrust and or at least lingering issues for Tommy where he's got insecurities about them trusting him. Ah, I see. That's rather interesting. However, I'm watching a children's show. I should not be expected to have to go and do homework to find out more backstory, <laughs> you know? Well, the comics have only just come out in the last year, like year, so... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, doubly so. I don't know. I think it's a really clumsy way of doing it. And... It's probably not the clumsiest way of keeping Tommy out of the action that we're going to see, but no. it's it's not it's not great. On the other hand, I can't see how they could have done it. I, I I think they must have been able to write something better with the whole traffic like thing. Yeah, Trini having to run around it just feels a bit rubbish. And the whole ghostly saber tooth tiger, they must have been able to write that better. Oh, actually, here's a, here's a way of solving that ghostly saber tooth tiger thing. Don't include it. Just cut it out entirely <laughs> and rewrite the script. There. There you go. It makes more sense and it doesn't look weird. All right. You you can... We'll get them on for an interview, shall we? And you can just pummel them. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Now, I've got some suggestions for a 25-year-old show. Uh, I hope you'll be able to consider it in your yeah. writings. You don't know what you're doing. Let me do it. <laughs> I mean, other than that, you know, the Zord fight was cool. I, again, we didn't really get an ending for the monster. He just sort of floated away. But no, well, he was obliterated by the Tyrannosaurus ground shockwave as per other monsters in oh, the Oh, that's past. true. That's the effect they do when that happens, isn't it? It's, that's the only thing it does, which is a bit... It's very it's unsatisfying fine. compared to explosions, though. I did like, I always appreciate solo Zord fighting rather than a Megazord. And that was cool. It was weird that they held each other's hand at the end yes. and let that slide. <laughs> oh, that was nice. It's because their arms are too stumpy and short to do a proper high five. That's the best <laughs> they could do. And yeah, I guess the only other thing to say is the final scene with Zack once again being a massive Yeah, being super arrogant, showing off and beating Tommy to basketball yeah and then billy deciding to be an even bigger hey man are you sure he's trying to be a or are you sure he's just trying to put zach in his place no i think the way he said it it was almost like he'd been taken over by a punk again no but he's such a vocabulary 
He wasn't that smart when he was a punk. True. I, 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 he had the vocabulary, but he had that tone of, oh, yeah, well, see, the more fatuous. No, I think you might be reading a bit much. I, I think he's just giving Zach a taste of his own medicine. And he Zach is, but he's doing it bitter. in a very dickish way. Well, how would you do it? I mean, how would you just calmly go up to this? Okay, yeah, let's do double or nothing. No, no back talk, no mockery, slam dunk. Now that I would see, I would love to see you do a slam dunk like that. I'd just slap Zach in the face and say, enough. Well, that's not a very fun way to end the episode. But it would be a true way to end the episode. It would be uh, emotionally <laughs> genuine. You'd be like, yeah, this guy's been asking for a slap since Day of the Dumpster. <laughs> and finally someone's administered it to him. And now we can all move on, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Have second thoughts, I actually would watch that episode yeah. of Power Rangers. <laughs> oh, just all the group lines up to just give Zach a slap one by one. And then he's like, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I earned that. <laughs> Thank you for your honesty, guys. I, I appreciate it. I, cha- I I now change my ways. Yeah, absolutely. And where did Billy get the basketball prowess from anyway? It's the same place where he got his miraculous dancing prowess when he was dancing with... Uh, yeah. Um, that deaf girl, uh, Melissa, whatever, whatever her name is. It's, it was, it was it's not like important. Ep- we'll never see her again. <laughs> but yeah, it's that same place. He has hidden talents, clearly. Yeah. I, well, he, he has hidden talents when the writers want to give David Yost something to do. And it, it bugs me just because it's so out of character. It's, yeah, it, you know, he can barely fight potties. Yeah. And yet every now and then he's just like, hey, 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 I'm a pro athlete, guys. I wonder, would it have been better to replace Billy with either Kimberly or Trini? Doing the exact same thing. Um, Less sass talk. I think it would be better to replace Billy with Uncle Howard. Yes. Yeah, yeah Uncle Howard to come in and put yeah. Zach in his place. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Uncle Howard just turns up and goes, hey guys, see you playing basketball. Right, you and me, Zach, we're on. And he slams dunks and everything catches on fire and explodes. Wow! Uncle Howard! Yep. Kung Fu scientist basketball <laughs> master! And it's just like, I love your power coin now, Billy. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> and Tommy's like, I respect that. Actually, you have the Green Ranger power coin, mate. We'll swap. So Tommy, Tommy <laughs> becomes the, the Blue Ranger. Uncle Howard becomes the Green Ranger. Oh wow! Jason just stands down because there's no one as good because you know he's now the like the third best person on the team. And and both Kimberly and Trini are by Uncle Howard's side, which is yep. weird because Trini is uh, Uncle Howard's niece. Well, you know but that's okay. We we will ignore that. We we this don't know, we don't know if it's a biological niece. It might, might no, not it's be. it's not blood. No. <laughs> so there we go. On that note, should we rate <laughs> this the episode? is how we end the episode. <laughs> No, Grax, we end the episode with our traditional rating system of power coins out of six. Yep, yep, yep. Let's uh, get on with the ratings. I have to say, I I would like more, but at the same time, as much as I was sat there going, ugh, ugh, what, ugh, I actually quite enjoyed it. You know, I think the Shell Shock is a good monster. I like the Zord fight. I'm going to give it four power coins out of six. Okay, okay. Um, I... Pretty much in the same camp as you. I, I my initial thought was, okay, this is not going to be a good episode. And then the story progressed, and then we got some character development, some duo act between Babu and Scott, which I liked, which surprised me. And then I liked the action with Bulk and Skull. Yeah. It was in- entertaining. The fighting was 
mostly good. And the the monster, Shellshock, was a very good monster. It won me over. The thing which I didn't like about the episode was the whole saber-toothed tiger ghostly spiritual <laughs> thing, which made absolutely no sense. Yeah. And the whole flower, the random flower, the random mountain, which conveniently saves the day. Which she sprinkled I, over it with the power of the saber-toothed tiger, didn't she? She did. Again, that made no sense. She's calling upon the saber-toothed tiger to do everything. Yeah. I call upon the saber-toothed tiger to sprinkle this flower. I call upon the saber-toothed tiger to make myself a latte. I call upon the saber-toothed tiger to get me toilet paper because we've run out. <laughs> And you know, so it, I, that knocked it down a bit. But still, despite my problems, I still really enjoyed it, and I would watch this again. So I, I too, would give this four out of six power coins. Wow. Okay. Well, we're we're rarely in agreement for once. Woo woo woo. Again, if you've got any opinions on the episode, let us know. Tweet us at RangerPod. Go to Facebook.com/RangerPod or. If you're feeling really verbose, email us therangerpod at gmail.com. Now that Grax has turned off spam comments on the website, we do not get emails there anymore. It's like a blessing and a curse. (laughs) So join us next time. We'll be looking at Itsy Bitsy Spider, in which Zack must overcome his arachnophobia when Rita sends her monster Spidertron to attack him. Spidertron? Spidertron. Are you, wait, are you sure it's called Spider-Tron? Because that sounds like something from Transformers. That's what it's called, Spider-Tron. Oh, intriguing. I can't wait. Yeah. All right. I've been PDT. I've been Grax. Goodbye. Bye.